forever. Dog! I am recording. But I'm muted. muted James. James, you're singing. I'm you're muted. muted. No one can. We see your face, but I'm you're muted. singing. We have a guest. You're embarrassing I us, was James. singing I'm muted. He I don't know if you were singing I'm muted. Yes, I could see it. I hated it the whole time. Yeah, we all knew what was happening, James. We felt like you knew and did it on purpose. I'm going to just, just start the year. Actually, no. Wait, we should do a little, a little singing. No, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Like y'all ain't about to embarrass we'll me. We'll sing I didn't, I didn't wor- after I, Calvin drops off. You know what I yeah, mean? So yeah, I didn't warm up my voice. <laughs> Wait, chords. you're right. I, just watched- I was gonna say I was gonna say we should do a cold open, but then I was like, I I'm not exactly sure if we would like go out on a high note. Don't we got a guest, man? You don't have to say the. You don't have to say the title when we have a guest. Like no, know, I was saying just- I if we did a yeah, cold open, we would want to go out on the high note. I, I hear what you. I hear what you you're, catch what you're Calvin saying. up. But what, Jonathan no, no, always not, does a very corny segue into the movie we're talking about. I don't know what he's talking trying about. Trying to casually work the title into conversation. I'm trying to. I'm trying to give the best co- podcast possible, man. All right. I think we need to go out doing. on the high note. You don't right. have to keep saying it. You don't have to keep saying it. Let's just All right. start. Okay, let's start the show. <laughs> Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood slash quarantine city. Um, I would say a line from the movie, but I wasn't prepared. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared. I, I will say one. I hope everyone knows who Sam Cooke is. How's that? Is that- oh, there you go. Oh man, I was worried. I was worried when that bit came up first. I was like, "Man, this black dude don't know Sam." Who's Sam Cook? Movie. I was like, "Oh, they better not hit me uh, with this." Uh, it's another La La Land. <laughs> oh like, boy. Hit me with this. I was like, "Don't hit me with this." I was worried for a second um, a, because because our guest is musical. That's true. And just so you know, we always I like to do a musical intro. You know, we have a guest, but since you're a mu- musician, I have oh. a special. Musical um, is, I don't know. No, no, it's, no right first off, it's musical. <clears throat> so before we say, before we say his name, let me get ready. <clears throat> Gotta get in the zone. Oh did you? Did you? Did you? That was my drum roll. Okay, that it's was, Calvin ah. Harrison Jr. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that was a. Hey, was hey. The, the, that was a, that was his attempt at a drum. Uh, that was a sneer, that was sad. Kelvin. That's a, a sneer. sneer drum. Okay, that's a sneer drum. In case y'all didn't know, with uh, sneer. <laughs> for, for those who, for those who don't know, uh, you know, we we talk about movies with black leads, and and we got uh, an incredible uh, actor here with us today. I was gonna say in the studio, but it's really just in the Zoom room <laughs> as we do Zoom Quarantine room. City. Uh, you know, we talked about we've actually talked about some of the movies that you start and lose. Yeah, uh, we actually like Loose a lot, the, man. The, photogra- yeah, we, the photograph. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't done It Comes at Night, but I, that, that movie's a pretty dope one, I think. Uh, I've seen Waves in theaters. Waves, of course. Um, I've seen so, Waves in theaters. Had to find the theaters. You know, I went to the theater, <laughs> got popcorn, <laughs> sat down, and Burbank and saw that. Job. That's right. Uh, 
And apparently you have like smaller roles uh, in like movies like 12 Years a Slave, right? We got uh, uh, The Birth of a Nation. Uh, and yeah, I mean, what a career already. And, you know, we here as, as uh, fellow black actors to talk to you. So, Gerard, you want to kick us off? Yeah, man, this is a beautiful thing because I just, I'm happy John said that because I just want to get people to scope. It was like, you know, 12 years, a slave. But in The Birth of a Nation, that's a slave that's fighting back. <laughs> and now we made it to uh, the high note and that's a black man who's singing <laughs> next to a white woman. So we've made an evolution. <laughs> we've done a full rainbow evolution. Singing right next to her. Like, because they, were the they sing they together. Were, yeah, I mean, but I'm saying, but it was like the, that singing where you share one mic and you gaze into <laughs> each other's eyes. So it's like, yeah, singing right next to each other, but there's nobody else in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah, so we went from 12 years a slave to that. Yes, it's yes, intimate. Yes. There we go. Yes. And for the people at home, I just want people to know how uh, uh, goony Kelvin is right now with this gold silk uh, do-rag <laughs> that I respect so much. <laughs> how you going to put him on blast? Because it's beautiful. Because I want one. I got a black one. I'm about to go put my black one on. He started this by saying seconds. he didn't know he was going to be on camera. We told him, it's okay, you're not going to be on camera. And then you just described what I'm he was building, I'm building the illusion. Right now, everybody's like, damn, how gold is it? Is how it, like, is it? shiny gold? See? See, exactly. No. But for real, but for uh-huh. real, Kelvin, for real, you've had, you've been able to do something I think that like a lot of black actors want to do. Like I've seen, you know, Waves and now watching High Note, you are like a young black performer who gets to be both black and just an actor in movies. Like on this podcast, we always talk about having the chance to see an indie movie just about a black family just trying to survive. And, you know, Waves was that. And it's like, you know, as a young actor coming up, I know people keep talking about this huge diversity boom in Hollywood. As a working black actor, do you feel like that is something that you can actually see and that is something that's being represented in the roles that you're being offered? Um, I, I mean, I definitely think that. I mean, I think the reason why I have a career is because of it, you know? <laughs> like, when I came, I just think uh, a lot of things are changing. I mean, in the world, I mean... Obama becoming president. That's, I mean, that kind of changed the next four years after that. So by the yeah. time I started acting, um, which was like in 2012, we were like, oh, we want to know about our history a little bit more. We're going to remake Roots. Let's talk about Nat yeah. Turner. Let's uh, make 12 years a slave. And I think um, also because Hollywood South was like the South having the history that it had, um, a lot of people wanted to come in, and also the tax incentives wanted to come and be there um, and to shoot there and have that authenticity of some of the people that were there that were kind of, you know, it's a little dated. So I was in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I ended up getting opportunities because of that. But then, you know, as Black Lives Matter started to form, um, then movies like Monster, which is about like, you know, that Walter Dean Myers novel about a 16-year-old who was at the wrong place, wrong time, kind of going on trial for nine months. Um, to, 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 to prove his innocence. Um, and so I think it, I just kind of was just, I just was here. I just was here. Don't willing. But truly, and I, I mean, I think it was just like, it, the roles were there, but you know, obviously I, went, I, I was prepared for it at the time, but yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, w- I would say, you know, like you, you're, the roles that you played were a byproduct of this diversity boom, but you have a career because you're mad talented. Like, <laughs> you do your thing when you, when you show up to work. So, 
Uh, I mean, you know, because we we've seen so so much so much of what you've done, and where we would consider ourselves big fans. Um, something that interests me is, you know, seeing you play dramatic roles and seeing you play comedic roles. Do you is there for you? Do you have like an approach to comedy versus drama that's 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 that you would say is different, or or do you approach each role in in its own specific way? Mm. Um, I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I have no idea how comedy works. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I love that honesty. I just, just I've, it's weird because like I always, I, my I, wa- I grew up watching like Hollywood Shuffle, and that was my dad's favorite movie. Okay, and so Robert Townsend was like my version of like funny, but it's like no one does it like that. You know what I mean? Like no one really <laughs> yeah. is a really specific yeah. genre or like studio or network specifically you should go to if you want to like make interesting, funny stuff like that. And my agents wasn't happening. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I know getting this like movie, doing those movies, it was just, how do I say this? Nobody wanted me to be in the movies. <laughs> it was both That's multiple real, times. Man. I remember they were going like Universal. Don't think they don't think you're funny. So um, you need to like you need to kind of like prove yourself. So then I think the approach was I went I got a coach, um, a different coach that I felt like uh, it's, it's this, she does dramatic work too. But her name's Diana Castle, and I went to her, and she kind of helped me figure out like. It's approaching the same way with the truth and da 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 da, you know, all the acting junk and and at the end of the day, I was just like, I just was listening to Tracy and Dakota or like if I'm with um, Issa when I did the photograph or um, or like just listening to them and like watching shows like I binge watch Insecure <laughs> and I was just yeah. like, okay, this, <laughs> that's funny and I was like, I need to do that or like I'll follow Haha Davis or something like that and something like, okay, what's he doing? Like certain things that I think. Are like funny of now. I, I don't understand it though. To be honest, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, I th- I feel like a lot of um, actors who've succeeded in drama will say like, well, comedy is harder. Like, comedy is harder. But you know, we're we're comedians, so we we do agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now- <laughs> just play. Um, no, I, that's so interesting. Like we, you know, we 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 talked about Robert Townsend and how much he meant, uh, especially to like the pe- pe- black people who were growing up uh, wanting to see like comedic films. You know, and he, him, and the Waynes, like you know, kind mm-hmm. of were like pioneers in that regard. Um, but yeah, I'm interested. Like, were there other like growing up? Were there other kind of um, actors or like people that you looked up to or maybe even wanted to be, uh, you know, like you kind of dreamed like, oh man, th- this person really inspired me growing up. Um, I mean, between that and then like, uh, I, I watched a lot of Fresh Prince. Um, but yeah. there were a lot but of, we blocks. all love Will Smith. So yeah, there were a lot of blocks on my TV because my parents just didn't want us watching anything. So the only thing that really was playing was the Disney Channel and whatever they showed us. <laughs> so I was like watching all of that, all that, you know, and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So Keenan and Kel and and then like Corey in the house happened and that's a Raven and and that was it. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, I was like, I want to be a Disney Channel star. You know, like that's the goal. 
this is the work I need to be doing. Uh, yes. <laughs> You and James both, man. Yeah, I have said on this podcast many times that I went to the Keenan and Kel School of Acting, and that is still it's still representative in how I perform today. So that means you have the fun style of acting, James. That's the you have ascended, though. I would like you have a very grounded approach to your acting, so I don't think that it colored you in that way, in in the, in the sort of in the same way that I would say it has plagued me. So it's, it's, it wasn't always like that when I first. When I, I looked at, because you know Actors Access, you can go back and look at your first audition tape you submitted. And so I went back and looked at them, and, and I was, everything was like, you <laughs> And I was just kind of like, whoa. And I, I don't know how it dialed back. I know I remember I went to a casting director. I went on an audition, and he was like, bro, right now you're at about an 11, and I need you to be at a 4. And I was like, got wow. you. It's <laughs> like, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> and that i think i learned quickly i was like we're gonna go zero and <laughs> so right. real man i'm about to ask you you've had an opportunity to work with like some really good just actor spirit but also really talented um like black women like you've worked with you know uh i mean tracy ellis ross is in this movie which is so wonderful is there anything that you learned from being in the scenes when you know when you're in like loose and you're going against Octavia Spencer, or you're in this movie, and Tracy Ellis is in the scene with you. Like, what's that? What's that like? That experience? Um, it's like it was like the first time I actually. I mean, the first time I actually was like, they, they've all been different. Like, I remember the first time I had like a really famous mom was Jennifer Hudson, and I was like, oh, Jennifer Hudson. She was just like eating fruit and trying on <laughs> new wigs, and I was like, okay, this is really normal. My mom does that. And um, I think it. I, I think what, what's been beautiful about each one of them, Octavia as well and Tracy, is that they don't, they feel, they feel like, like us, I guess. They feel like they're just trying to figure it out. They're just as nervous. They're just as, uh, Octavia, I remember when we did Lose, she said, this is the um, most dialogue I've ever had. And I was like, huh? You got, a, wow. you, got a, you got an Oscar and you've had a few movies that got Oscars you were in them. And um, mm. I was like, so you kind of, you know what's going on. You've been doing this way before. And she's like, yeah, this is, I'm just scared. I'm just, there's a lot here. And then I was like, oh, okay. So we're in the same boat. Um, and, and I was like, that's a, that's a weird thought to have, you know? And then Tracy, the same way, she's like, she has her her fears of, of with the singing and like her fears of uh, doing a movie that she hadn't done in 15 years, you know? And it make, it kind of grounds us all at like ground zero and just we're all trying to build and figure it out together. So um, their advice is always just like, I'm holding your hand if you're holding mine. And I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's so cool to hear. <laughs> I mean, like, I, like honestly, I would, I would have a ton of questions. Because I, I mean, have one last, let me just sneak one more in. I'm sorry, James. <laughs> I'm sorry. But like, since you're like now in these rooms, like have there been, because I know hearing you say you played a slave, like I know James has played a person in jail. John has played a person who's been a drug dealer. I've played a drug dealer and a person in, in jail. Um, are you ever surprised by, I guess, even now, some of the roles that people kind of think are the black roles? Because I feel like we review movies, and it's about a magician, but the, the magician is selling drugs. We've seen roles about dancers, but the dancers low-key are selling drugs. Um, does that racial component ever come into play in some of your work where you're like, I want to fight against this? particular stereotype here 
and push back in a script in certain parts or things like that? It usually happens when I first get the material. Like I, I got this sick like show recent like like earlier this year, and I was like reading it. And I, I love the showrunner and I love the writers and I love that the, the previous work they've done. And this one was like it was about the same thing that we kind of saw like five years ago. And it, it it's it comes back to like if you're gonna do it, where is the where where are you pulling from? What makes you qualified to me to write our write write about us? And because he wasn't black, um, and I get the the intent is good, but intent isn't enough. And I, it comes into like if I don't believe the world, if the language doesn't sound right, if um, the overall arc, and sometimes they'll try to like win you over with putting like really like smart black older actors in there. But I'm like, to be honest there's a reason why he did that too. And I don't really know what his right. reasoning is. And I'm not going to follow him just because he can, because he can get away with it. I'm not mm-hmm. at that level yet. So um, it's always in just, you have to be conscious. You have to ask, the, I've always feel like I have to ask the right questions. Like you kind of have to make him feel like you don't trust them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's> <laughs> and then that's go, real. I'm good. You know, I respect yeah. you and I wish you well, but I'm good on that. And I, I, you, I can't really pick apart projects because I'm not there so um, I don't I don't do that I just have to back away entirely and then move where I think is safe but then there are situations where um there's a move like waves is waves is a complicated situation for a lot of reasons and you kind of have it it comes a choice of picking your battles like what overall did you want to achieve like once what's my intent with um doing a movie like that knowing that it could potentially run into some problems at the end of the day um knowing that Trey is, you know, not a person of color. So it's, it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's hard. It, I really do find yeah. that aspect of all, all of it really, really challenging. But um, one day at a time, I'm doing my best. <laughs> yeah. It, it's also, you know, we've talked about how, like, uh, it, it kind of sucks because it's like <laughs> there's so much responsibility placed on black people to make these choices and to, you know, um, like, pick and choose which which projects they're going to do and then like if the project seems kind you know like something as much as like we've had our issues to talk about our issues with like a movie like green book right uh mm-hmm. but like mahershala is also an incredible actor and we respect him so much and it's like this this idea that like you know well so who gets the credit like does he get all this criticism like there's so much weight and responsibility placed on black actors in the in the industry um uh and, and but it's coming from a place, at least from from our communities, it's coming from you know this place of like so, somewhat desperation, like you, you know wanting to make sure that these stories aren't repeated over and over. Um, but it's cool to hear you talk about that. That wasn't there was no really question about it. It's just really cool to hear you talk about that because I think you know it's good to for people to know like how thoughtful you know you and I'm sure many other black actors are being when they're considering roles. And like you said, you kind of have to like pick your, pick your battles. I mean, has that like, just like, I don't know for, uh, for us, I know like when we talked about, we, we had this like sketch show that we did. And when we, people were asked questions, it was always about <laughs> diversity and like, what does it mean to be a black sketch? Like, does that ever get tiring for you? Like, do you kind of like, or do you, or do you also like see yourself like, Hey, well, this is the position that you know, a lot of us are in and I kind of just take on that 
that role and that responsibility, even though it's not necessarily fair? Um, I just definitely always thought to myself, I was like, I don't have to do anything. Um, I get to choose everything I get to do or not do. Um, so if I choose to talk about it or if I choose to do a movie that involves race, that's on me. And so if they want to ask me about it, that's their prerogative. And it's my prerogative to answer or don't answer. Um, so I can't really be mad about it. I do think that a lot of the time um, we get discouraged and we start to feel like um, we shouldn't talk about race because it's like we're, we're trying to put, you know, we're trying to play pull guilt on white people or da 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 da. I'm just like, no, that's them trying to silence us. Um, so I've never been interested in that. I don't really, I think the constant conversation is necessary. The world we live in is, it's still more relevant than it was before. It's just, I mean, there has been progress, but it's not, it's not enough. Are you satisfied? Yeah, with certain things. Are we satisfied with the overall? No. So, um, I guess for me, it's a, it's a step by step. I mean, every project I'm going to do isn't going to be about that. And sometimes projects will involve aspects of race. But once again, I get to choose if I want to talk about those things. Today, I want to talk about this. This is what's interesting. This is what brought me to the project. Um, so, I know there's not, there's no, I feel like I always yeah, I never no, have a concrete no, no. answer, but you know. No, that's a great, that's a great answer. Yeah. I mean, it it really it's, it's great to talk about the high note. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 it kind of leads us very... in that. Like, you know, you we read that you're you grew up in a musical family, um, and uh, you know, learned to play instruments and things with 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 your family. D- does that have to do with what drew you to a role like this in in the high note? Yeah, I think it was a it was a combination of um, it was that. I mean, let me let's be real. Okay, so there's the two answers always, right? <laughs> there's, a, there's the there's a version of like okay I want to do this because there is that piece of me this is the this is the press answer all right here we go <laughs> <laughs> all right cool there's we'll start, piece... we're starting recording now <laughs> <laughs> the press answer is I, I you know my parents are musicians I obviously wanted to follow in their footsteps all true. I left it behind because it was discouraging at a certain point that they were so good and I just was not going to be that good because I didn't want to. That's the other two. I just didn't care. But um, I put it aside. I decided to move to acting because it felt like a better way of expressing myself. And then I like doing the movie felt like I was ready. I was like, I was like, okay, I've established myself enough as an actor. Like my parents kind of know what's up. Like I don't have to, to, to like, this is a gift. This is like an extra like lanyard for me to, to add on music to them. And then I can be like, are you proud? You know, but um, real answer too is <laughs> I was on the plane. I read the script and I was like, I just want to be like, cool. I want to be that cool guy, that yeah. cool black guy. That's that gets in the rom-com. I was like, we don't see that enough. I was like, um, Will Smith did hitch, but he wasn't the one getting the girl. Um, yeah. You know, Michael B. Jordan did, um, has he done a rom-com? He did. He did one, but he didn't get the girl. He, he wasn't did, the guy. Um, yeah, he was. He like wasn't the, the guy who got. Damn, <laughs> we never get the Wait girl. Wait a second. Yo, Michael B. wasn't the dude to get the girl. It was like it was him. It wow. This was, the script was a unicorn. You were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, because I will say this, uh, Kevin, watching it, I'm like, when you appeared, I didn't. I was like, yo, there's no way the the black dude is gonna be the love interest for for for. For the cute white girl, because I'm like they don't do that in movies. That's more of a TV thing. Yeah, like we talk about it on the podcast. That's, that's like a TV thing, not yeah. like I'm gonna see it on screen. 
Um, so it's very interesting to see that and very cool to see it. But also, I got a gripe because like you out here acting and you out here singing, you know, because as a non-singing brother, I take, you know, a lot of offense to people who got good voices. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, he's an NSB, a non-singing brother. Let's put that into the... Non-singing brother. But with that, like, you know, you sang in this. um, I've seen um, some of uh, uh, The Godfather of Harlem. You play a musician in that. Is this, like, a new uh, world you want to go into, whether it's, like, you know, doing more music or just doing a flat-out musical, which is, like, I think as a... I mean, me and James talk about this all the time. I don't think I've ever seen a black dude as a lead of a musical that's been released in a movie. I mean, in a movie theater. I mean, I think I've seen one that was an MTV movie with Beyonce way back in the day. But was it Carmen or something? Carmen, yeah, yeah it was Carmen. Carmen. <laughs> yeah, it was Carmen. Ooh. <laughs> the hip hopera. The hip hopera. The hip hopera. And they were, and all the black dudes it's... was rapping in that show. They didn't even see poorly. <laughs> oh my goodness, I remember that. But yeah, but is that something like you'll be interested in? It's like, yo, man, I like music. I like acting. Like this may be a thing that a realm that is open to me that I possibly would do? Um, I guess. I, I think, like, I, I think I also, ultimately, I did want to do a musical, um, but it, there's so many reasons why this is my thing. Like, I did Godfather of Harlem because, yes, I wanted to work with Forrest Whitaker. That's what they told me. You, if you saw the show, I don't work with Forrest Whitaker. You know, <laughs> and, you know, I wanted to do a period piece. I don't know how much I really ended up being involved in it all, and, I wanted a job. I, you know, mm-hmm. I finished Waves and I was like, well, I'm broke. <laughs> yeah. And I was yeah. like, TV yeah. pays. And so yeah. I did the show. And then ultimately I, I wanted to wait because I wanted a really cool musical. But, you know, sometimes you don't have the luxury of waiting. In terms of doing the high note, I had my reasons because it was more so a studio movie. But um, do I want to make an album? Probably not. Um I don't, I think sometimes if you're not, I don't think I'm like an artist, artist that I feel like if I put on an album, everybody on Twitter would be like, you're corny, stop. Like, <laughs> and so until I actually have something to say, you know, that's what my dad always taught me. If you have nothing to say you know, musically or any, or even in life, then don't talk. And so, um, I think that's the same thing with music. There are a lot of people that can do it better than me. Um, so I leave that alone. But if I do get a sick musical, I would do it. I would do it. If, if yeah. Dope. Um, this is like a really small question but you know just because we both uh have co-starred in movies with dakota johnson and wait who is wait well i'm just saying we've both done scenes with dakota johnson in the car you have i have (laughs) wait not not james or jara but we 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 have in this question (laughs) Um, like wait yeah john are you about to tell us yeah how how, how is How's working with? Tuk- I mean, yeah, you you know, you're her romantic love interest. Uh, I was her cab driver. It's basically the same thing. Um, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, I, I'm I'm interested to know, like being in a being in a, a rom com. Like, did you, uh, like, uh, yeah? How how was doing that world? Are you looking to get, get into more comedies, or like, was it fun, or do you feel like, all right, I did that. Like now, I want to go do my, you know, sci fi movie. Like, how are you? If you if you could choose, if like if if people were like you can be in what whatever kind of movies you want, would you would you continue down the, those roads or you know? I will hundred percent. I will one hundred percent do another comedy. I, like I want to do a proper comedy where I actually like have to like land some jokes. I, I still 
that is something that I'm I'm still very scared of, and that's why I kind of want to do it. Like I was really bad at it in this movie, in in terms of like I mean they cut it and it looks fine, but on the day it was just like, I mean everyone's just like Jesus, and then I just <laughs> <laughs> um so that I think I I really need to work through that, and so that's why I'm like I want to do more of them, and I think it'll be fun. I, I'm I, uh, I'm I just like also if the script's good, always if the script's good, the story's interesting. If I get a good laugh, it's a bit different. Um, it's something you haven't seen me in, then I want to do it. You know, I want—I don't want to be a, a one-trick pony who who stays here and really, really subtle, and he's very in tune with his emotions. And, you know, <laughs> do really serious um, activist projects. You know, and I don't want to be that guy either. Um, so we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I heard I'm you doing... put the voice down a little bit. You know, he got the <laughs> yeah. he put the deep voice for that part. Okay, I for, for the high note, you know. How you doing? <laughs> hey, man. but it's so funny because in the movie in the grocery store i tried to keep it and then like i couldn't keep it because the line was too long so like it starts off just like oh you like this song this you know i really feel like the the the, 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 the music and the da 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 will you go out with me <laughs> but like, see i see i read that moment as a person who's like trying to be all smooth but then when he when they finally dropped the act then the girl was like Oh, maybe there's something here. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like guys, we like, we try to put on this thing, like, hey, this is what they like, and then it's only when we're actually like just ourselves and vulnerable and real with our emotions that they're like, oh, that's actually what's attractive to me, not yeah, whatever. I was rocking thought. a silk shirt in that thing. I was like, you was winning, you was fine. You know what I'm like, like no matter what, bro. Like I feel like you woke up on somebody with a silk shirt that's halfway open. You won. You won the day. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I I know we have to go. Is there? A, do you guys have a last question you want to ask, or uh, yeah, or maybe you, maybe Kevin, is there anything you you'd like to to say? I don't know <laughs> what. Because oh, usually, like, at the anything end, you want to impart- would say is like you know at the end, like we know we're plugging um the high note, but like you know yeah. as far as anything else you want to plug or like socials people can follow you on anything you want to shout out. <laughs> no, don't follow me on social media. He's don't. like, nah, man. She's like, I got a burn account. Don't worry about if I'm on there or not. <laughs> I follow everybody. I actually love follow another account and just play it. I slide into DMs. Um, slide in my DMs. You know what I mean? Quarantine's been boring. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got. Um, watch the that's movie. Right. I respect so, that, is this coming? Uh, how can people see this or do. Is there a plan yet? Do you know? Uh, I think it's on Apple TV. Um, uh, they gave me a little list. Hold on, let me just pull that up. I, right now, know, the PR Amazon. team is doing it. We're, all stressed. of us are being good. We're being really good press people. We're doing yes. our jobs. Everybody okay, we're making sure you can go see this movie with Tracy Ellis Ross, <laughs> Kelvin Harris Jr., Dakota Johnson, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Okay. Who is hilarious in this, by the way. Yeah, I love funny. that Ice Cube has become one of the great comedic actors of our time. <laughs> I mean, what a transformation. If you told people that in, in the NWA days that this dude would be like, no, no, this dude will be one of the funniest actors on television. The people would be like, what are you talking about? You'd be like, what? Right? Uh, but yeah, Fandango, Google Play, Voodoo, Xfinity, Apple TV, and Prime Video. Boom. Boom. There you go. Check it out. There you go. You know, you got to watch it so we can get more black dudes and rom-coms because, you know, a brother loves some rom-coms. So let's keep that up. You know? <laughs> Seriously, that's some real yeah. stuff. It's like that. Like seeing yeah, a black dude yeah. in a rom-com, that's so cool because, yeah, Will ain't get the girl. 
Nobody be getting the girl, man. Tell me, you you one of the first ones to get the girl. (laughs) Hope it works out for him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Thank you so much. Thank Uh, you. Thank you guys for listening. See you next week. Later, guys. See ya. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Beep, <coughs>